This podcast is brought to you by Black Out Loud Media Group, home of Digger Jones, Two Guns Tony, and Red's Troublemakers Podcast, Pillow Talk with the Washingtons, The Wonderful World of Mr. Rosser, The Brown Sugar Cafe Podcast, The Black Smoke Barbecue Podcast, This Mindful World, Jesus Take the Wheel, The Mavcast, and Pass the Remote. Follow and share. Available everywhere. You listen to podcasts. Welcome back to the Mavcast, everybody. My name is Charlie Maverick. How is everybody doing out there? It's been a minute. I know the last episode you saw was me saying that I was going to possibly end the podcast, regardless of ending it or not. I was going to take a break, see where things went, do some projects over here, and maybe return with the show, maybe not. But if you're listening to this or watching a clip from this, hey, you already realize I'm back. So, why did I come back is the question. I guess is on your mind. For those of you that haven't listened to the prior episode of me talking about why I left, let me outline that real quick so it makes sense in the context, all right? So, I realize there's a lot of podcasts out there, right? Everybody and the mother came into the podcast game during the pandemic and I was like all right cool um I got a lot of things going on I need to reset I was getting burnt out um, at the moment I didn't feel that I can give my my full attention to this podcast so I wanted to redirect it There's a few things that I wanted to do, which I think I accomplished. Uh, I wanted to encourage other people to start podcasts that's still in progress. And mind you, this was like a three-month break, so I've been doing a lot. Um, I wanted to work more collaboratively. So with that being said, let's start off with the the podcast stuff. Um, I've... Started a new podcast with Terrence P. Elmore. You know, we had uh, a few podcasts before that we, you know, talked about TV shows, movies, just visual content altogether. And we also had the Backyard Pitmasters podcast. Um, so we wanted to do something again as a collaborative project. So we got together to do Past the Remote. Past the Remote is something that came about from all the episodes that Terrence and I talked about uh, visual content on this podcast, and we wanted to isolate it to a specific audience. So that show is going to be dedicated to conversations around TV shows, movies, what we like, dislike, playing a little, you know, games of someone must go. You got a category filled with four contestants, different shows, different movies. One of them must go. Which one are you going to pick? We're going to rank some stuff. So we're going to have fun with that. Really going to have fun with that. I wanted to isolate that a little bit. Um, and the chemistry between us two is, is really good. So look for that on your RSS feed or your favorite podcast application. Pass the remote. We just started that not too long ago. And... Um, I'm really happy with that. We dropped a episode 
recently. I think we're going to try to do one as frequently as possible, but we are both hella busy, as I will continue to elaborate on. Um, and you already know that we were working on the Black Smoke Barbecue podcast. That podcast is flourishing, let me tell you. Um, the group is really tight. You know, I, I think we're like the Wu-Tang of barbecue, but we've been working on that podcast, trying to tweak it, tweak it, and uh, get the visual representation like super crisp. The audio is super crisp, and I hope that you enjoy it all the content that we're dropping so the black smoke barbecue podcast man i'm telling you i have high hopes for that one uh so watch out for that one uh, i wanted to do a lot more collaborative work with people uh i didn't want to do mostly solo podcast anymore i didn't want to just do tech focused podcast anymore i need to reset i wanted to think about what I was doing currently with this pod, what I wanted to refine with it. And I just wanted to, I, I, I didn't, I didn't feel like I, I had a true vision. So I took a break, took a break, came back. But in the midst of my break, I did start a small project called This Mindful World. Uh, that podcast was a project to take a deeper dive into why we have division of in conversations about certain things why can't we see things from different perspectives we're so you know um we're tribal so, so tribal these days um you either are or you aren't there's no gray area but kind of have conversations um towards how we move forward where we have division and taking that and I'm folding it back into this podcast because I feel just look back and I talked about it on the on the uh, the previous episode I'm like look we had some great series on here uh, we had some really dope conversations about culture and 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 why things happen um, conversations on how to move forward on things like the being black in America series and I might pick that back up stay tuned for that but I wanted to pull that back in I, I wanted to feel how I wanted to move things forward being long-winded with that but you know it, it was just one of those things where that break did something for me I learned collaboratively to to invest it more into the visuals you know I was really against the visuals of podcasting I did hot takes a couple of times on Twitter <laughs> I don't know if I got backlash from it or not, but <laughs> somebody didn't like it. Hot take. Uh, you know, it's, maybe I said it was a trend. I said it was going to go away. I'm not backing away from that. But hey, and the true nature of being a product manager and trying to refine your product, you got to go where the people are. You got to go where the market is, the market trends. Got to understand that and not fight against it. Not be that old man on the porch. Be like, man, I'm not doing that. He'll go away one day. You guys will return. So with that, hey, I got the video. Um, investing, investing, really investing into that because the feedback was visual representation is necessary. If it's clips or full length 
video, you got to do it. I'm like, okay. All right, so now, hey, you see this backdrop right here. If you look, if you have watched, listened for years, you know, I've been around a while. I said it. I said it. I've been around a while. You've seen this before. Uh, this painting of art, uh, you've seen this long time ago when we were at a whole nother location. My wife had a great idea of moving the visuals into a different room to have this backdrop with red. So you're going to have these these really bold colors back so you can get a nice visual and hopefully the lighting in here is is pretty good I've been working on the lighting because lighting if you've watched the episodes before they're really trying but you had to invest in proper lighting area so hopefully this area will bring a better visual representation for you guys that love to watch and we still respect the audio listeners and give you crisp crisp audio so so going forward what, what can you expect from the pod? Uh, I want to talk to people of liked mind, as I am. My friends and family will come back on the pod. We will chop it up about culture, technology. We will talk about things that bother us, things that we love. Big up people that are doing great things in the community again. You know, I got a lot of great friends that are entrepreneurs, artists, writers, and I want to give them the platform to tell their narrative. So I hope that you like what we plan to do going forward with the pod. I I really I'm glad to be back, man. I'm glad to be back. You know, I've always come back to this pod to bring balance back to who I am. It is the the content North Star. It is the incubator of ideas where I had a couple of spin-off pods from this one. It is the one of one, the originator, so you always got to return home. The prodigal son is back. So what I want to do right now is take a quick break and I'll be back to talk about TikTok first topic of the return let's go all right ladies and gentlemen and the world of live fire cooking we believe it's time for something new something fresh something familiar i'd like to introduce you to black smoke barbecue come here how we got started I've been involved with barbecue, man, since I was a little boy, helping my daddy with his kit, cleaning everything out, lighting his fires. I don't have, like, these cool barbecue stories. You know, I'm, I'm kind of like Kirby, you know, when I was growing up, it was like the grill came out on the 4th of July, Memorial Day. So, like, that was, like, the happiest days of, like, childhood right there. And I was just like, I think from that, I was like, well, I can't get more of this. So, I was like, as I get older, I do it for myself. Come find out why we chose to create. So I really started my channel just to have some place to deposit all my knowledge. And, you know, I can cook the things, lay it all out, type out the recipe, have the video for it. And I never really intended for it to uh, really do anything. But I posted my first video and an old friend of mine was like, hey, I see you, man. I see your video. That's great. That's great. Do another one. 
hear why we are so passionate. You know, why, why ain't we controlling this? Because we started it, right? So we got to speak our truths. And um, yeah, and that's how I got in the game. And I found Jeff. And, you know, we hooked up a few times. And it's been a history ever since, man. There's always time for a few good laughs. Rich, where do you put all of this damn food? Because I think at one point, <laughs> it was like a month and a half, I was just dug into your content, brother. I was just like, cooks every day. Where is all this food going? By God, I've had to stop because it's like there's no room to put stuff. And I'm just like, man, Rich is still cooking. As I did start getting better with stuff, people say, oh, man, this is good. This is good. This is good. So in the back of my head, I'm wondering, why are they just saying that because it's really good or because it's free? <laughs> yeah, you have to be careful when you give free food to people. Right. Them compliments is loaded, man. <laughs> Smoke Barbecue Podcast, available anywhere you find podcasts. All right, we are back, man. All right, so this TikTok thing. Wow. Um, I think the U.S. has been trying to ban TikTok for about five years now, I feel. I think it was around 2018 when the Trump administration tried to ban it. And it's continuing to ramp up popularity now. I want to give a little context to why I think this is propaganda and why I think TikTok ain't the problem. Now, I will preface this by saying I don't like to use TikTok, but I am a content creator, so I do post to TikTok. But, uh, hey, you're not going to get a biased opinion with this. So I feel that what is being talked about in social media about the banning of TikTok is propaganda driven by the government now charlie you, you you return it with the podcast you already like making waves okay fine but i think people really need to understand the context of what is really going on versus what is being told out there so you get the proper understanding of what is the true nature of business and i and i use that phrase because it does have everything to do with business and competition. Let's go back to 2018, the Trump administration. All right, so there's a couple of things that happened that year. Um, there was the attempted ban of TikTok and the successful attempted ban of Huawei. So both Chinese companies Let's let's take it back to Huawei to help you understand what I'm trying to go with this. Huawei was at the time of the process of banning them in the United States, the largest phone manufacturer in the world beat out Samsung and Apple. Samsung had a really good lead until Huawei caught up and they were putting out really good phones. They were about to start selling phones with Verizon, I believe in 2018 and here's what happened they got banned now there was the narrative that was pushed that the 5g thing and um the technology that they potentially wanted to put 
into the United States and everything to build out this this infrastructure of 5G couldn't be done by a Chinese company because they're going to take our data and know everything that we're doing. And this is why I think what really happened is that you had Apple and Samsung, mainly Apple, because Apple's the one and Google probably because they sell Android. Um, they had a stake in this. They're like, OK, if Huawei comes in, Google's going to be fine. However, there was also talk about Huawei using and developing a version of Android, but was not Android. They were going to replace the Android operating system on their devices with their own, just like Samsung was trying to do with Tizen years, right? So the competition, you know, had to be halted before this Chinese company came in and they took over the market share potentially because Huawei was putting out some good stuff. Really good, great hardware, really good cameras, really great cameras. I'm, I'm talking about competing with the Pixel, surpassing the Pixel and the iPhone. And all this talk about the 5G infrastructures and, and how they put all their, their, their chips and blah, blah, blah and everything. And they're like, OK, we got to ban them. I think that was propaganda, too. And that we still don't really know what the data they're talking about was going to be used for how they were going to spy on us like how many chinese stuff that we have in our house already like tvs and stuff that we have with chips in there's chips in all our tvs that are made in china how do we know that's not going back to the mothership there i don't know fear mongering but the idea was to cut off that competition against google and apple it's easy and then they wanted to bargain to get somebody else to do the 5G radios. So what did that do? That halted the growth of Huawei and the other countries fell right behind and started to ban their phones. All right, cool. Concurrently with that, it was the TikTok ban back then, the attempt of it. And it was the same kind of thing, stealing the data, stealing the data. What are they doing? What are they doing? Okay. That's cool and all, but we got to understand how technology works. Now, that same story narrative that was being pushed back then about what are they what is China doing with the data? You have ByteDance that owns TikTok back then, too. And the attempt was to have some type of U.S. ownership to ensure that China is not harvesting data and using it for evil doing all right, all right cool do we really trust these u.s companies we see every freaking week this dumb stuff that they do and it's just as bad or worse how many times has meta been in the news you don't know meta facebook how many times how many times has youtube been in the news google been in the news these are U.S. companies. All right, cool. Now, the attempt back then was also to have maybe Microsoft buy them all out. So you, you, this competition thing's coming up again. The objective was the Trump administration was going to find a way to either have Oracle or or whoever bid. I, I think it was Microsoft that was the second highest bidder, but wanted to have them to have the ownership of it. This this is basic competition. Now they're they're using the 
the narrative of China is going to use our data to do bad stuff with it as a reason to ban them. When if you listen to the entirety of the broadcast where they're talking about this thing from front to back, you see, this is just to limit outside competition from competitors outside the U.S. They want to the, the U.S. cannot figure out how. This algorithm from TikTok works. So if they can't replicate it, the U.S. either give they give you ultimatum, either you, you sell it to somebody else, which is not China or which means that it's probably going to be like a U.S. company, which puts out a whole bunch of money and buys it. <laughs> or you got to ban it. You got to ban it because it's it's competition, right? You cannot tell me that you haven't seen or understood how this kind of thing kind of works. Propaganda, man. The same type of propaganda they're saying that is happening in other countries they're doing here. With the whole TikTok thing. And I'm again, I'm not a TikTok advocate. All right. So let's talk about why I think this is. Again, propaganda. We have Facebook, YouTube, and all these Google products that are U.S. companies that have, we use their devices for one thing. <laughs> Tell me what Google doesn't know about you already. Tell me what Facebook doesn't know about you already. Do you trust what they do with your data? Why do you trust them? How do you know that they're not selling off your data to someone else? We already have seen the whole thing from the 2016 election with the Cambridge Analytica, where there was ad base funds that were turning all these election trajectory things and all this stuff in the background influence things. We we've seen how. Data has been used to be to, to give the politicians so they can weaponize it so so they can increase their base. So, OK, just is the fact that is China is the problem. Can we just say that? I think that has been the general consensus that we were like, OK, are we good with everybody else just do whatever the hell that they want to do with our data? But as long as it ain't China. And if they get the data, how do we know they're going to be malicious with it? Because we're on the brink of whatever war that they're talking up. I don't know. Hmm. Propaganda, man. I'm more worried about Facebook. I'm more worried about Twitter. <laughs> Now that Elon has it, <laughs> I'm more worried about what, and these are ad based companies, right? All these are ad companies at the, at the base of it. You're thinking that they're social media companies. <laughs> they're media companies now. Oh, they are, but they're ad based media companies. They get their money from ads. Now they do subscriptions for things, but the most of it is from ads because they give you free service for the most part, unless you want to pay a premium to get extra stuff. Come on, man. What are they doing with that data when they pass it 
to the ad companies, where the ad companies that they're passing it to the other stuff they're they're working with. How did it? How do you know they're not passing that on to China? And again, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> we don't know what that means, and nobody's going to break it down for you because they don't know. It's fear mongering because they want to cut off the competition from an outside company with social media. You cannot have a non-U.S. company be dominant in the social media application market. You cannot have it. The U.S. will not have it. For one thing, the U.S. wants to control the narratives on social media. They can't necessarily do that on TikTok. Come on, man. Let's be real. Come on, man. Let's be honest with each other. I'm not defending them, but hey, we got to keep it real. If you guys are just listening to the news and just taking what they give you, I I hope you learn from it over the years. And I hope that maybe uh, you come here to kind of give for me to give you a little bit more context from what I understand and know because it's technology. I'm an IT professional. I know how there are data centers full of stuff about us. What they do with it is not going to be transparent and it never will. It's, it's, the, it's designed not to be transparent. Because if it is transparent, then the business model falls apart. Because it, it, business is kind of like government. <laughs> if you follow the money... They say never meet your heroes. <laughs> if you understand how their inner workings work, you're like, golly, I'm not using any of this. And then you'll be walking around with a tinfoil hat. Hey, but you got to understand the balance of how things work. Um, and that's the main thing. We don't need to ban TikTok. And if we do, make give me a really good reason and back it up with something, man. Finally back it up with something instead of these theories and, and, and don't try to like combine it and conflate it with this whole, um, Hey, we saw these balloons out here. What are these balloons doing? You worried about balloons. Okay. <laughs> You're wrong about those too. <laughs> cool. You have to use discretion with whatever application you use. You don't have to use TikTok, but, but think about what it's going to do though. Think about what the competition that the lack of competition does. If you ask people that are influencers on TikTok, they have been polled and they have said they'll just migrate to somewhere else. They'll be fine. They realize they can't have all the content in one place. It'll suck for a while, but they have to move the content over to, I guess, YouTube. Ooh, that convenient. I'm just saying. Um, let's think about it. Let's think about how, what that means for um, people that really only have this type of platform, this application, which is really generated. Like the algorithm, they they figured that out and it works for them. Now, if you ban it, the algorithm doesn't get transferred into any other social media application. 
So you have to figure out how that works and it might not work for you. Or they force someone from the U.S. to buy TikTok and then you're all good. Now, if you're a politician, and I said this is bipartisan. Now, if you're a politician, I'm wondering, is this a smart move? Is it? So, you got the Republicans over here that have kind of consistently been against TikTok. You got the Democrats that have jumped on board. Now, there's a lot of young voters out there. A lot of young voters that are seeing the shenanigans afoot. So, they're already like, alright, the student loan debt thing. Hey, I'm, I'm all for that. But people that are going to school now that are skipping that thing and it might not even happen they're like okay this is a political thing we're going to vote not to make this happen i like I get it <laughs> if I was in your group and I was cut off I'd be like I get it I'm voting against it that's political suicide maybe and this on top of it oh you really pissing these <laughs> you're really pissing that generation off these, these new voters you're pissing them off you're like okay now you're trying to take away our tiktok too what? And they already know how the whole thing with Facebook and Instagram, if they're already content creators, they already know what BS is afoot. I'm just trying to tell you. All right. So that's my time for this return episode of the pod. I hope you enjoy. And if you do, please follow, share, and tell your friends, tell your family about Black Out Loud Media Group, all the great content on here and what we're trying to do. And until next time, man, y'all take care. Y'all be blessed. Y'all stay out of trouble. And it's warming up again. The heat is fluctuating. Y'all have messed up the environment. I don't know what climate change has done to the earth, but all I know is if the day after tomorrow turns into a real life thing. I'm punching one of y'all in the face for messing this up for me.